If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First, it's free. Second, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to the Think to Freedom podcast, where we inspire individuals to use their minds to achieve greatness. We sit down with other entrepreneurs and professionals to give insight on business and personal development. This podcast is sponsored by Red Barn Cajun Crawfish. Red Barn is home to the best tasting seafood, specializing in crawfish, shrimp, and crab. Feel free to visit us online at www.redbarncajuncrawfish.com. Red Barn, we season the meat you eat, not the shells you throw at your feet. Now here's your host, Darius Spells. Think your way to Freedom Podcast. I got my brother, Brett Land in the building with me right now, man, so... Today, we're going to talk about entrepreneurship, and furthermore, we got Brent Land in the building. Hey, Brent, I want you to tell them, tell my followers and your people exactly what you do, who you are, and why you're the man you are, who you are today. Awesome, man. Well, again, I'm Brent Ladden, uh, entrepreneur, uh, businessman from Shreveport, Louisiana, and I'm always proud to say that, born and raised here in Shreveport. I live here now, and I uh, been married for seven years and also have uh, two children, six-year-old little boy and a two-year-old little girl. Uh, but I, I'm the owner of YP, Young Pros Entertainment. We do media marketing and entertainment. So on the media side, video production, photography, and we also house a recording studio. And then um, I'm also the owner of Listen and Play School of Music to uh, where right now we do piano lessons, uh, piano by ear. And I'm um, looking to expand that uh, once we kind of get over all this COVID stuff. But uh, but yeah, just a little bit about me. Like I said, I'm, I'm from Shreveport, Louisiana, born and raised. My parents are from here and uh, everyone else. So just a great community. And we have some awesome entrepreneurs and awesome business people here. Uh, and I'm excited about being um, online with Darius today. Uh, yeah, so let's break it all the way down. So I'm with me and Britt, we've been knowing each other a long time, y'all. So. It's years in the making. I mean, way back when when Brent had the studio way in Keyville in the That's T building. Yes, hey, sir. We still in high school then. Man, that was you know what? That was probably the lad the latter part of high school. Probably probably that 2007 2008. So I know that was the end of my high school year. So maybe beginning of college. But that summer, yeah. So that was high school college time. So it was it's been a good man, 15 years, 14, 15 years. Yeah, man. So hey, let's break it down. So how did you even start? Uh, we gonna start YP, YP, you know, Young Pros Entertainment. So how you even come about even starting Young Pros? Man, the journey, man. Well, it really started back at uh, at Bird High School, uh, back in probably 2005. Uh, some of my good friends, uh, first Cavante, more Young Bunny, as many people knew him as uh, that time. Uh, we pretty much would hook up. Uh, on the weekends, on skip days, uh, a lot of us, and it was a few other guys too. Um, we would hook up on the weekends, skip days, and just you know come to my house and record uh, in my room. And I mean, we would stay up there for hours. I mean, you know, everybody get over there maybe seven or eight o'clock, 
They call their parents and say, hey, look, I'm spending the night at Brent House. That means we was going to be recording all night. Uh, even a few times we'd be recording and people would fall asleep recording or I'd fall asleep on the, on the computer uh, in my room. So that's where it started. We would sell CDs at school and uh, pretty much we picked up some other guys um, after that, during that high school journey. And uh, we finally decided one day, we was like, look, we can actually do this on a real scale. So um, in 2008, we decided to make it official. That was most of our first years in college. Uh, so we were all over the state, but we decided to make it official. Uh, also in 2008, uh, I, I've been blessed to be a musician my whole life. So I've been able to have a little bit of money. So um, I, I, got, I got a loan from my dad and he purchased what we called uh, the old studio. It was about 240 square feet. Uh, which was just amazing at that time. Had a bathroom and a recording booth. And that's where we recorded from, um, from 2008 all the way up to 2011. And then once um, I graduated from Louisiana Tech, um, us and a group of guys, we decided to go downtown. So we were in downtown at 515 Marshall Street for nine years. And um, from that standpoint, we were still recording music, but we decided to branch off into some other services so video production which was um hot back then and of course it's still hot now so that's really been what we've been able to make a mark on at this point and we've involved social media marketing photography um and some other great marketing things and that's brought us to pretty much where we are now uh so this past uh actually it's march um purchased a building and now we house ype there and also um a couple of other businesses that i have so I'm gonna bring it. So when you started the downtown location, I remember the downtown location. How did you even move from being in the country to where you got to your first standard location in downtown Shreveport? Cause it's not cheap in downtown in Shreveport. No, it's not. Number one. <laughs> number one. So how did you even come about even doing that part? You know, um, I, I try to pride myself always thinking forward and being a visionary and always, you know. You know, being content when it's time to be content, but always thinking about, hey, what's the next step? What's the be next um, best step financially or for the business or for the brand or for whatever that you're doing? So even, you know, when we were down um, or or back at my, my parents' house uh, recording in that 240 square foot tin building, I always had in my mind, well, look, at some point we got to get to a more commercial location, you know? Uh, so that was always in the plan, even when initially getting that first building. So that was just a stepping stone to get to that, uh, to get downtown. And uh, we were blessed to find a great location. Um, we looked around to for a few spots, but um, we were really led to that location. It was funny because actually the realtor that we were looking for to lease a spot on, on off of Mansfield Road, he actually referred us to another realtor because they had a better spot for what we were looking to do. So that was already some favor there. Um, and we just rocked it out and we, we actually were able to get it at a fairly good price for downtown. Now for us, just starting out in business, it was a high price, but now I look back at it and it was definitely a blessing. Gotcha, yeah. So it's a lot of people who want to be, who want to be into the media, the entertainment realm uh, of entrepreneurship. So. For anybody who's wanted to pick up that camera and start their journey, either video, videoing or taking taking photos, how would you suggest them to be able to start to be able to grow a brand? Because I can tell you, know, I be creating content all the time, and I bought, I even purchased my first camera. I got me a little Sony 6100, you know. So when I pop in on my Instagram, you know, I 
put my little camera on. I'm still new to it. I'm I'm fresh. I'm fresh. I'm nowhere seasoned yet. But for anybody who wanted to jump into that realm, what would you suggest for them to do? How would they go about doing? I tell everybody, start where you are. Um, and sometimes I, I know you've had to do it yourself, you know, with Redbone. You like, man, I want I want 30, 40 locations right now, but you have to start where you are. So I tell everybody, you know, look, don't try to research the most expensive camera, 10,000 or even a $5,000 camera. Start where you are. Go, you know, purchase what you can afford and work with that because I promise you, if you're good at what you do, you're only going to elevate. But starting where you are, that will keep you to where you're not overextending early on. So, you know, if you're in media and you want to get into photography or videography, look, everybody has a smartphone that actually probably has a fairly good camera on it. Start there. Start taking pictures. Start doing video with your phone or with your iPad. Find out good ways to get good audio. Find out good ways to get good lighting. And as you start to learn the craft, just build from there. So I tell everybody, start. just start where you are. Start where you are. Gotcha. So we're gonna break it down. Let's let's talk about the I gotta let's talk about listen, play, school of music. I had to break that down to write it down. But <laughs> you guys who don't even know, Brent taught me some piano lesson when I was so did, did, I, I went down and said, Hey bro, I need you to kind of show me a little bit of these scales while I'm making these beats. So tell me how that even came up came about you even starting that. Cause that's, I can tell you, man, coming up with that school was brilliant, bro. It, man, it oh bro. Man, man, I appreciate it, man. Uh, like I said, I've been a musician my entire life. If there's anything that I've done, I feel like I've done for the last 31 years, it's music. Um, so I've been a drummer, started out playing the drums in church, started playing the piano, organ in church when I was around um, 10 or so. And I've been a church musician my whole life, which I love it. Um, so I've always, you know, had a yearning to teach people just kind of what I know. Um, I've been blessed to... Um, you know, play for some of everybody, play in a lot of different venues, do a lot of stuff musically. Uh, and I just really love teaching that gift of music and teaching it in a different way. Um, a lot of people have been taught music by learning how to read, which is great. But for the most part, if you're looking to play at church or if you're looking to play with a band or make beats, learning by ear is going to be the best way for you to succeed in that. Um, and, and I've been teaching piano lessons on and off really since uh, since college. But um, a couple of years ago, YPE was kind of, we, we had a few full-time staff members, so I was able to kind of, you know, let them handle some of the things that I, I was handling day to day. And I knew that was the perfect time to go ahead and start um, with the School of Music. And um, like I said, we do piano lessons by ear, specifically for people that are looking to either play at church, they're looking to play with a band or to play with an artist or play with somebody that sings. And then people that are also looking to produce um, because I promise you, if you already know some scales and chords, it makes producing a whole lot easier. Um, so that's just kind of where we started from. And um, of course, I want to build it to where we involve drums, guitar, vocals. But like I said, I just wanted to kind of start where I was and elevate as time um, um, afforded. So, uh, man, I'm excited about uh, listening to play school of music and excited about the future growth of that as well. Gotcha. So, um, so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna break it down like because a lot of entrepreneurs really follow both of us. So, and people on different levels of, of their journey. So, like in entrepreneurship, what's one of the biggest downfalls that entrepreneurs that we face each and every day out here in the world? Man, I would say one of the biggest challenges, downfalls, or things that you really have to have your head ready for are just like the the daily challenges. 
um, pretty much in entrepreneurship, especially uh, once you start getting staff and people working with you and you're starting to really broaden your services, there's going to be a challenge almost every day. If it's a small challenge, if it's a huge challenge, um, if, if one of the staff members is sick, if, if one of the computers are down, if um, some unexpected taxes have to be paid. I mean, there's so many just different variables that you have to be ready for and you have to be mentally ready for because if, you, if you're not ready for that, it will definitely kick you down. And you have to really, uh, and I know sometimes even on my end, sometimes you really have to fight to motivate yourself, uh, especially when it gets tough. Um, that's one thing about entrepreneurship. I tell everybody, uh, you have to be a self-motivator even those times when it's not feeling like that you want to do it or that you want to make some things happen. And sometimes you have to kind of motivate yourself not only, you know, when you're building your business, but once you're actually ex established. Because sometimes you're leaning on you being established and saying, well, I don't have to work that much harder. You know, I, I, I hit that milestone. I can just stay there. But I would just say one of the downfalls and one of the things that is always going to hit you are those just daily challenges that can, you know, make or break you. Yeah, I, I agree with you 100% on that. Cause like, man, the daily, the daily things you have to do and you have to deal with people and vendors and promotion. Because one thing about it, even though we are established business, you have to continue to promote because there are new people each and every day that's coming in, inside their particular field. So you got to always, you got to stay on people radar, especially with the, in the internet. You have to stay on people radar 24 right. seven. And like, and with 2020, I can say like 2020 probably has been the biggest pivot year of them all. Every year has been a pivot. We have to always pivot and right. Things don't never go. I can tell you how to plan it out A to Z. I promise it never went that way, but this year probably been the biggest year on making a pivot. So I definitely agree with you on them day-to-day -day operation, dealing with people, man, it's like, it's a hiccup. One thing about it, you gotta be there, you the owner, because it don't matter exactly. if, it don't matter if the assistant messed up, the manager messed up, it don't matter. They gonna act, they gonna find out who the owner. Right. And, your problem. <laughs> and right. you have to really be able to take that responsibility. So that's definitely a, a I feel you 100% on that, bro. Yeah. Cause, like, Cause we see we see a lot of people every day want to start a business, and I commend anyone who want to jump out there and start it. Like, commend to you, but definitely get the ins and out. Of it. Get you a mentor. Like, I'm big on having mentors. Right, right, right. Yeah, and that's huge. Um, and man, I tell anybody over the past, um, I know I'm 31, but but I've had people or people have some found some value in me over the probably the last 10 years or so when it comes to business. So whenever I mentor somebody or consult or talk with them uh, about entrepreneurship and business stuff, the first thing I tell them, I tell them all of the bad stuff first. I mean, I tell them that, you know, that you're gonna have to, you know, pivot. You're gonna have the challenges day to day. Uh, once you get staffed, you gotta start working with personalities and you gotta, uh, you know, set certain guidelines and certain stuff. Money-wise, sometimes you're gonna have a whole lot of money. Sometimes you're not gonna have a whole, sometimes you're gonna have a little bit of money. And you got to find a way to make that work. And then as you're looking to grow and you have to acquire financing um, for different things, you got to get all your, I mean, it's so much stuff. Um, and then even with the, the mental aspect of it, men mentally, you have to be ready. Um, I tell everybody, man, the first um, few vacations that I took uh, being married, I had my laptop and my hard drive with me. And we'd be in Vegas or LA or uh, just different places. 
And um, I mean, I would have my stuff right there with me, especially when we were in the growing stages. Um, so it's one of those things when you are an entrepreneur, business person, you are working all the time. Even when you sleep, you're, you're thinking about, man, this is what I need to do to make it better or let me do this. So it's a, it's not just a nine to five, which I commend people that do nine to fives. I'm not one of those people that shame uh, that at all because there are people that do great there. But when it comes to this business owning entrepreneurship, it is tough, it is stressful. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's definitely worth it. So that's what I paint that picture. And I tell everybody, if you can get through all of that tough stuff and still find some light at the end of the tunnel, tunnel, you'll be good. Yeah, yeah, that's 100% true, bro. Like, man, I couldn't say it any better. So break down, uh, BJL Enterprise. What, yeah. what is that? So that's, that's just kind of, uh, you know, everybody has kind of a holding business that they called it or just kind of an entity uh, that houses different things. So that's the entity that I'm looking to really do some more with uh, personal branding um, kind of down the line once I get some other things settled. And also real estate. Uh, like I say, this year we, we were able to make uh, our first uh, real estate move by purchasing a, a commercial location. So I'm excited about that. We're in the remodeling stage right now. So that's what that, that's probably one of the newest things that'll start to be branded, uh, especially post COVID that I'm excited about. So that's gonna do a lot with branding with myself, uh, public speaking, consulting, and just different areas uh, of growth uh, for me. Gotcha. Okay. I, when I, when you told me what it, I said, I think I said he got to be doing some type of some type of real. Most of time you had those type real estate investment. Yeah. That's one of those like, like yeah, bro got bro got some cooking up. He ain't even really said anything. Yeah, about man. <laughs> and I hadn't told honestly. Uh, so you and whoever listens to this, they they're kind of one of the initial ones to uh to know about that if, if, if they don't really know me. Uh, people that know me kind of know what direction I'm going in. But man, I'm excited about, uh, I've just seen uh, being in business, there are just so many different opportunities to do so many different things. As you've seen yourself, because I, I applaud you. Like I said, I've known you a long time. When I first met you, you weren't even there your spells to me. You were DJ Breeze. So that's how long it's been. And uh, you were at Huntington and, and spinning everybody records. And actually you were one of the ones from time to time you were spinning uh, when we first kind of started YP, when Young Bunny had clap, clap, snap, snap, you was uh, spinning that record. Uh, yeah, hey, back in hey, 07. Hey, that's throwback. So, hey, man, that's, that's throwback. <laughs> but, man, even just from seeing your growth from, you know, not only DJing and, you know, Three Kings, all of that, but to see you um, brand Redbone these last few years uh, and then branch out and doing, you know, public speaking and writing books and, and so I don't know what you got coming up next, but I know you got something coming up next. I don't know what it is, but I'm excited for you, man. So yeah, it's uh, definitely some exciting things that I know we're gonna be pushing. Yeah, man, we are trying to cook up, man. You know, cause what's, go what's going on in the world right now, bro? Like, especially with the youngsters, like they in the time to where like they have to see. Like you can tell them all day long. Like people complain about the crime was going on. I mean, it's crime everywhere. And a lot of the young that I'm affiliated with or just know just by, you know, DJing, you know, doing young people party and all that. The young people now, they just, they want to see. You just can't tell them, hey, man, right. do, go to school, get your lesson. That don't work no more. They have right. to see you really out here. You say you own the business, they need to see it to where, like, okay, Brent has one. Uh, Darius has one. Man, I can go do me one too. Then they'll come in and be like, oh, how you do this? Then you got to be willing to tell them. Exactly. Like, you got to be willing to tell them. 
Now, a lot of those, I, I, I will say, a lot of those, they don't really share a lot of the game. So we the one they gonna, we the ones that changing it up. Exactly. So, uh, that's kind of like we, that's like one of my biggest, my biggest things on just showing the younger, the younger generation because we like we dead in the middle. We got right. we the bad generation that got a little bit of that old school, but we got that new school all the way in. So we we really right there in that sweet right there in the middle. Man, yeah, yeah man, look, that's what I tell everybody. You know, us millennials, especially us uh 80s babies, and more specifically with us, the late 80s, we caught the tail end of all the analog stuff. So we caught the VHS, we caught you know, television where it wasn't digital, we caught See, you know, we caught tapes, you know what I'm saying? Yep. I, we caught the tail end of tapes, but then we caught all the digital stuff. We caught social media. So we know the best of both worlds. And like you say, man, we definitely have to be willing to um, give back, not only financially, but give back as far as telling people, hey, look, this is the roadmap that you can go on. It's going to be a little shaky right there. And, and, you know, I've been blessed and I know you too. I've had mentors that were very open. I've had some people that like they didn't want to say nothing, but I've had other mentors that look, Hey, this is what you need to do. And I'm like, I tell everybody, if you're secure in yourself and if you're secure in where God is going to take you and where God's going to pop you off at, you don't have a problem with telling other people how to do stuff or saying, hey, look, this is the site that I use. Use this. Like, you have no problem with doing that because you know what's destined, destined for you is going to be for you and what God has for them is going to go for them. So I tell everybody, look, if you come asking me questions on how to do something, I'm just going to straight up tell you, I ain't got nothing to hide. Nothing to hide for you. So, man, I, I definitely appreciate that from you, too, because like you say, people have to see people doing some, uh, especially African-American, um, black young guys. They have to see those examples uh, doing business the right way and, you know, really building brands from the foundation on now, man. And look, we, we in our early 30s now, so we got to pop something out. Yeah, man, we at the time to where the time is now. The time, so by the time we get 40, we chill. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, you know, we cool. trying to chill before we married with kids. Yeah. So let, let's break it down. Let's talk about marriage and entrepreneurship. How you been, how the balance being, or how have you worked on balancing being an entrepreneur, being a husband, and being a father? Man, that's, that's probably one of the toughest ones. Um, luckily, before I got married, I was already, you know, business owner and all of that so my wife already kind of knew what the deal was uh but at the same time just because you know what the deal is doesn't mean that you're just cool with it <laughs> so uh <laughs> so those first couple of years uh well I, I wouldn't even say first couple of years i say the first year that we were married was really and i'm not gonna say it was a trying time to well we was talking about splitting up no nothing like that but it was a time that both of us had to learn and me more specifically, had to learn how to balance uh, work and family. So, you know, and, and I had some really good, but I had some really good uh, people in my life, my pastor and some um, other other people that were telling me, hey, look, you gotta make sure that you make that time for your wife, you know, you can't just be doing this all the time, just business, business, business. And, um, and I really learned a lot from that. And then we had our first child, and, you know, it kind of got to the point to where, you know, I wanted to be home because, because of course, my wife was there. But then I'm like, man, my son is here. There's no other person I'd rather hang out with right now than my child. So that really humbled me to say, well, look, all right, I ain't going to be at the studio until 11, 12 o'clock at night trying to edit something. Let me revamp this. Let me go ahead and buy me another computer for home. And let me uh, spend time with my family from, you know, six to nine or 10 o'clock. They go on to sleep and then I can go back to work, but I can work right there at home. 
So I kind of learned some little things with that. But um, I know a few years ago, my pastor said something that really shook me up. And my, my son may have been two and he's six now, but he was talking about how um, a, a man's son was praying, hey, let me be like my daddy when I grow up. And then the daddy said, Lord, help me to be the person that my son thinks that I am. And when he did that type of thing and he was just talking about spending time with your family and really spending that time. And then he made another analogy. He was talking about you don't want to be a great businessman. People all out, you know, downtown and all these business people love you. And the people at your own house can't stand you because they don't know you. And that hit me deep. I'm like, so um, you're getting all these accolades and you're doing all this type of stuff, getting all these awards. You're getting contracts and all of this, but then you come back home and the people that you live with and the people that you live for, the people that when you die, they're going to get all the money because you made a little money, so you got a, some good life insurance. Those people can't stand you. So I really made it a priority at this point in my life to put my family first. Um, and of course, I'm going to do right business-wise, but I'm going to make sure that those people appreciate me. And, I, and I've even learned, you know, let's just say if I have a trip out of town, I need to go shoot some, man, take my wife with me. You know, shoot what I need to go shoot, but let's have some fun surrounding that. That way I'm working, being able to make some money, but I'm still making her happy. And then my son, he's at the age now to where uh, he's six years old, so he can, you know, sit down and be still. So sometimes if I have to work, I take him with me. So me and him talking on the 20 minute ride over there, I do what I need to do. And then we talking on the other 20 minutes. So we still spend that time. So that's how I've learned to really navigate. That's the long response. I've really learned how to navigate and balance family and business. Gotcha, that's hey, hey, that's, hey, that's powerful because that, I had to learn the same thing. Like, my wife got me like, you working too much. I'm like, what? You mean I'm doing all this? But I sat and thought about it. Like, man, can't come home and wife tripping like that. So I definitely had to make a whole three seats. I got to put some people in place. Like, right. I got I to gotta put these systems into where like, man, look, I can't. I gotta be able to run it so I can be able to be home, be able to scale the business at the same time. So I definitely, I definitely understand. I de understand it. Man, go, especially being a, a man, being a bachelor, because we still bachelors until we put that ring on what we got. Right. But, so we go, yeah, we up all night, two, right. three in the morning, like, we, it's up, like, you know? So, it, and it's a real adjustment for somebody who's been hustling like that to where, all right, now I gotta cut it off. Like, right. Then that's why I got to I got to the point now to where like, I got a certain time to where I just I just cut it out. Like right, right. Time, this is an emergency. Man, I'm doing family thing. Exactly. And then you know something else, and I know that you can relate to this with your wife. Uh man, my, my wife and starting her own counseling agency the past couple of years. Things that I was telling her five or six years ago, she's like, Oh, I understand now. Oh, so that's also helped a lot too. Now some of the things that you know she may have not understood because I was in the building of uh, or um, in the middle of building a business is you know some of the sacrifice and th different things. Now that she sees that because she's doing it herself, she's able to appreciate kind of my journey even a little bit more. Uh, and then she kind of is ahead of the game because even those times where I see she's working too hard, I'm like, look, look, you know, I've struggled with this, so let me help you out, you know. She's attentive and, and listens to that too. So I, I know uh, with your wife as well, being a business owner, I know that she's probably learned a lot as well over the last few years. Oh man, what? Hey, the, the time that you used to get them to your tail, and I should be like, man, you know, it, it make you even bond even more because y'all understand. You're like, yeah, you know, hey, baby, just chill for a minute. 
right. I wouldn't really do it tomorrow. Like, you know what I'm saying? So exactly. it definitely it definitely is a bond, especially you know how your wife come on and be like, Man, these folks today are like, man, I be. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I definitely understand that, bro. So I gotta put in before we get up out of here. We gotta do an affirmation. So five or ten years from now, where they gonna see Brent Latinet? Where will where will you be? Man, five or ten years from now, um, pretty much my goal is in the next five or ten years, uh, from a YPE standpoint, media and marketing is um, for us to have some satellite offices in some other locations. Um, and honestly, um, we've, we've kind of been in the works of making it happen. So that may be sooner in the next five or 20, ten years. Uh, also, from the standpoint of uh, YPE, just um, working with um, more national, international brands, uh, and we we got some stuff actually lined up for that too as well. So, uh, some of the things that, that that will be happening in five or ten years, as you know, you got to go ahead and start doing the footprint and the footwork for that now. Um, got to go ahead and start sowing those seeds, building those relationships. So, um, and then I would say from my other business, listen and play, uh, same thing, some offices. Uh, some other places in the country, uh, but also doing a big focus um, on virtual lessons as well, to where we can teach people from anywhere. And then um, expanding out, not only to piano, but any instrument. Um, so not just piano and really just having a large national footprint with that. And then Brent Latin, uh, myself, like I say, working on, or getting ready to work on some personal branding here uh, in the next few months. Um, so one of my goals is to really go around and do a lot of public speaking and consulting about um, entrepreneurship, um, life, and about business marketing and media and different ways to really affect that. So uh, those are some things that, um, and I tell everybody uh, at this at this point, I, I wanna say that they're goals, but they're just things that I know are gonna happen uh, because I've seen the footprint and how you put in the work. When you put in the work, it's, it's, it's gonna happen. So um, I'm excited for all of those things. There you have a shout out to our brother Brent Latin for tapping in with us on the Think the Freedom podcast. Hey, make sure you follow Brent on all his social media handles. Make sure you follow all of his businesses. Make sure you just tap in with him and stay in tune. We appreciate you, brother, for coming through and dropping those gems. We hope and pray somebody learned something today. Make sure you follow the podcast on Think to Freedom on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, and online. Same time, same place next week. Until next time, we holler.